Well, yesterday was locker clean-out day for the Red Wings, whose season came to an end for the second straight year without a playoff berth. Disappointing to everyone, but at least the uh, the Illich family, Chris Illich, is uh, moving ahead and trying to create the kind of consistency that you need in in developing a sort of a uh, a philosophy of the organization and and a belief in the people who are building it. And that started with the uh, announcement over the weekend that Ken Holland, the general manager, had his contract extended for two years. Uh, good news for all of us who believe Ken Holland uh, is is the guy who can bring this Red Wings team back to its past glory as he has enjoyed in the past with the Wings. And he's on the other end of our line this morning. Congratulations on the new deal, Kenny. Thank you, Frank. Nice to be with you. I got some bad news for you, though. What's that? I just signed a new three-year deal. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're stuck with me. For better or worse, yeah. you're stuck with me. I don't know, but we're happy to have you back. Congratulations. Yeah. We're happy to have you back, too. So I, I, even though the Wings didn't make the playoffs this year, I, I sense some improvement in this team, as I was telling you, off the air, especially around the net, uh, the, the effort to go to the net. And, and I just thought it was better, even though it, it didn't sh- necessarily show in the standings. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that we had a, uh, a number of younger players that were more, more, more important uh, in in the overall success or not success of our team, and they were, and that's good. We, we this team needs to be turned over from older players to younger players. Um, you know, halfway through the year, Bertuzzi coming up, he was on a forty-point pace if you stretched him out or close to it over the entire season. I thought Dylan Larkin made. Uh, uh, tremendous strides this year in becoming a, a two-way uh, center iceman at 60-plus points. Um, Mantha had 24 goals and 24 assists, uh, 48 points. Um, but, you know, he's 23 years old. He, uh, unfortunately for Athens, I think missing the first six weeks or months of the season, the contract affected him, but uh, he's a talented young player. So we've got some young young players uh, that are starting to push. We're going to try to put uh, two, three, four more younger players on the team next year in training camp, but they've got to earn the spots. Uh, I don't think it's it's good to put somebody on a team just because he's got a passport that says he's that says he's young. Certainly, Frank, on the back end, we got work to do. We've got an older defense or an old defense. Uh, we've drafted a lot of defense in the last couple of years. Uh, we've got a high pick in this year's draft. I'm not sure what we'll uh, what we'll draft, but. Uh, Certainly, my focus going forward here over the next year or two is, is uh, turning the defense from older to younger. Uh, uh, right now, it looks like you'll have a fifth, sixth pick somewhere in there, right? Well, we have the fifth pick going into the lottery, and then obviously the top three picks are determined by the lottery. Okay, but let's assume you stay at five. Is, uh, is this draft deep enough that you can get a real impact player who can jump in right away and make a difference? Well, I think that there's, four or five players, I think, in this draft that have a chance to go from the draft table to play onto their teams. Now, there's one impact player, I think the player you're talking about, there's one at the top, right at the top of the draft, number one, that's going to step right in, I think, and everybody in the industry believes is going to be a a generational uh, defense. And then there's four or five really good players. Uh, Now you've got to get them to training camp, but they think they're going to be really good players, uh, if not right away, certainly within a year or two. 
Well, uh, we'll just uh, we'll count on that uh, the luck of the lottery to move you up even further. That'd be that'd be great. But you've got some guys in the system that uh, you've been talking about. You mentioned some have already been up with a big league club. Uh, this kid Svechnikov looks like he can be the real deal. And then uh, down on the farm, uh, keep an eye on Grand Rapids in the playoffs with this uh, Michael Rasmussen, huh? Well, yeah, well, he's actually our first round pick. He's playing junior hockey in Tri Cities. Uh, last night he just had four points, a goal, and three assists. I think he's got twenty. Three playoff points in seven games. He's uh, having a monster playoff. He's six foot five, two hundred and fifteen pounds. He had a good season, good regular season. He's having a tremendous playoff. Obviously, we're going to give him every opportunity to be on the team to start the year. Philip Peronic in Grand Rapids was on the American Hockey League uh, All Rookie Team. Our first round pick from two years ago, Dennis Chalowski, a defenseman, had sixty five, sixty seven points and and, wow. and had a real nice year out there. So. Uh, We've got uh, you talk, you know, Svechnikov and Hicketts. They got a little, little, little taste. So, you know, we've got some kids coming. They're, they're, they're. You know, Chalowski's uh, 19, Rasmussen's 18, uh, Hicketts is 21. Uh, uh, you know, Heronic is 20 right now. So they're relatively young. We just got to give them. We, I got to have a little bit of patience. Um, and uh, they're having. Heronic was good in junior last year. He's good in the American League. So you, you kind of you feel that he's going to eventually turn into be a good a good player at the NHL level, but just it takes a little bit of time. i got to tell you, Kenny, the last time you were out with us, we talked a little bit about Jeff Blaschel, and, and you couldn't commit at that time because it was way too early to bringing him back again. But I got the feeling that uh, that you were going to, just by what you said, that you liked what you saw in the improvement in the club and the way he was handling things. And, uh, you know, this hadn't been an easy go for the for the coach either, but he'll be back next year. Yeah, I mean, I think, under the circumstances, I think he's done a good job. You and I just talked here a few minutes ago about the development of the kids. Uh, certainly the head coach is involved in, in, in developing kids, not only on the ice by putting them on the ice and showing them trust, but certainly behind the scenes and video and all the work that goes into getting a young player that's got some talent into into becoming a good uh, good pro. And at the American League level, when he was uh, coaching down there before he came to Detroit, he did a good job in developing players down there. So we're we're at a time... Right now, here uh, over the next year or two, we're we're going to have lots of lots more and more young kids, and that you know that's that's been his forte throughout his career is is uh, at college at the American League level uh, at, at junior hockey in Indianapolis before that in in, in developing kids. So uh, I think, and again, he's got three years of experience. You know, some of the things that he might have believed as a coach his first year coming out of the American League. He's he's had the opportunity for trial and error, and he's now going into his fourth season. So I I, I believe he's a much better coach today than, than 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 when he became an NHL coach three years ago, just because of the experience of being around the National Hockey League on an everyday basis. And we'll talk some more hockey with the Red Wings. Well, in the game they call him the manager, uh, the general manager Ken Holland on the Frank Beckman Show coming up. Ken Holland, the Red Wings general manager, and talking about Jeff Blaschel, the head coach who will be back next year for a fourth season. Uh, you know, one of the th- one of the things that people always talk about with a coach uh, in in the room with the players is whether he still got their ear. And uh, I'm not close enough to make that judgment, but I get the sense that that these players respect Jeff Blaschel and and his coaching style. And uh, I. That's just the feeling I get from watching the team and watching his interaction on the bench with them when I when I see the games. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he's a guy that's going to, you know, certainly it's, it's a different time today than it was 10 and 15 years ago in handling players. And I think that, you know, he treats people with respect, but, but 
they understand he's the boss. Uh, he holds them accountable. Um, and I would say to you that, you know, when you the last month or six weeks, we were playing many of the best teams in the NHL that were uh, that were are going to the playoffs. I thought we played hard. We 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 lost a lot of games that were close. Uh, you know, where it would have been easy for our players to 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 mail it in. So I think it's a, it's a credit to uh, not only Jeff Blaschel to, to Henrik Zetterberg and his leadership uh, to make sure that we played hard until uh, until the finish line. So uh, uh, that was obviously important. Watching to see how our team uh, responded. Um, down the stretch when we were out of the playoffs. Yeah, and Zetterberg's been a great captain, hasn't he? I mean, the, the yeah, effort he puts. Yeah, he's a fabulous role Oh, model. my yeah. goodness. He's just yeah. unbelievable. How much gas do you think he's still got in the tank? Well, I mean, he's, you know, what he had about a year ago, he had about 67 points, and he was plus 15, and then this year he had about uh, um, 55 points, I think, and he was close to, to close to even and plus minus. Um, he plays 17, 18 minutes. Uh you know what he's got? He's got a lot of will and determination, and that's an that's a that's I look, I look upon that's a skill that some people have and some people don't have. He has it in spades, and and uh, um, he, his ability to protect the puck uh, down low in the offensive zone certainly allows him. To, maybe when the game's going faster uh, and faster, uh, that's a strength that he's got. So I, I guess when you say to me how much tank gas he's got in the tank, that depends on his passion. You know, obviously, he's got to work hard. The older you get, the harder you got to work in the off season just to maintain. You're not gaining ground. So, uh, you know, in, in watching the the Nick Lidstroms and the Steve Eisermans and all those great players that we had uh, through the Hashicks as they as they as they started to get him to the high 30s and early 40s, the thing that eventually derailed them it, it was either injury or it was just the, the the fire started to dwindle. And I think right now you you, you seem to see. Or I see in Zetterberg a guy that's got uh, the fire still burning strong. Well, and that's why he's got the respect in the room too, right? Because the other yeah. players see that and they go, "Who? Exactly. Man, the captain's yeah. still, you know, picking him up and laying him down at, at his age." Uh, and it, it inspires guys to uh, work a little harder themselves. I hope he, I hope he hangs around for uh, for a while yet because he is still obviously a very productive player and and a great leader in that locker room. He he fits right into the mold of the great Red Wing captains we've seen here. Yeah, yeah, he sure is. Yeah, well, Kenny, it's uh, it's going to be a uh, a tough battle, but uh, you know, next year brings new hope, and uh, there'll be some. New well, we're going to dig in. I'm going to dig in, and we're going to we're going to turn it from older to younger, and uh, not only younger, we're going to get better. So we we just going to take a little time. This this upcoming draft, we got two firsts, two seconds, three thirds. Um, you know, so we have lots of picks. I think our, our two firsts and two seconds. We have four of the top thirty-seven picks in the draft. So certainly, we got an up, uh, a really important draft upcoming, and uh, we're going to continue to to draft and develop, and uh, with with the plan to to build a team that uh, can be a you know, a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. Yeah. All of us who are competitors want it to happen right away. It's it's tough to go through this rebuilding and know it's going to take some time, isn't it? Well, I've lived it. You know, like in 1985-86, I joined the Red Wings as uh, my, my playing career ended, and I became the Western Scout, and then we had the first overall pick by the name of Joe Murphy. That was 85-86. Obviously, we won the Stanley Cup in 1997. Now, we probably were a cup contender by 1994, somewhere in there. At 95, we went to the finals and lost New Jersey. So, I've lived it. I've I've lived it, uh, and, and I, uh, you know, I've, I've been on both sides. So, I, I obviously, I've been at the, at the top of the of the barrel when we were winning championships and have also been a part of a team that was uh, dead last and with 40 points that year in 85, 86. So, uh, 
I've lived it. I understand the process. I'm trying to speed the process up. It's a little bit of a different time now than then. I think it took longer back, back, back then because the kids weren't as ready. Now they're more educated. They're more. They 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 play under 18s, under 19s, under 20s. They see games on the NH, uh, on TV. They've got at 14, 15, 16. They got power skating instructors, and they've got nutritionists, and they've got agents that are that are doing things with them in the off season. So the kids are more ready. So. Uh, it, it won't take you know as long now as it did did a while ago, but certainly it's going to take a period of time here for us to to build a foundation of younger people and then and then and then grow with them. Well, that's for championships, but uh, you know to to get back to the playoffs, I, I guarantee you that come next year, uh, everybody in that room is going to be talking about we're going to make it to the playoffs again. Yeah, you know, certainly Colorado is a great story for us to look on as a blueprint. They were dead last last year, had the worst record in the National Hockey League, and they're opening up. And you know, they they beat St. Louis in Game 82 at home the other night, to, uh, Saturday night to qualify for the playoffs. So certainly, there it, it can be done. You, you can see a team out there that's gone from worst to to a play to a playoff spot. So uh, um, in the meantime, we got lots of work to do this summer. And uh, we'll, we'll get it done. And I look forward to, obviously, the way you said, getting to training camp. And hopefully, uh, you know, obviously the goal is you're always trying to, to, to qualify for the playoffs. Nothing will be greater than having uh, some playoff games in Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, a final question real quick. Who's going to win the Cup? Playoffs. Well, there's a lot of, there's and... a lot of teams that are really close. So, you know, I, I think who's going to win the Cup? You know, Nashville went on a great run last year. I think the experience of them... Uh, that they went through last year and coming up short against Pittsburgh is going to be tremendous and they'll be motivated at the same time they've got the experience. So certainly they're one of the teams, Winnipeg, then, you know, Winnipeg, Tampa Bay, Boston, Pittsburgh, you, how can you count out Pittsburgh? So there's, there's a lot of teams that, uh, that can win it to win the cups. It's going to be, an, it's always an exciting time in the Stanley Cup, in the, in the National Hockey League, uh, uh, this is the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs and, uh, disappointed for, for all our fans that we're not, we're not a part of the party, but, Certainly, we want to get back in there as quickly as possible. I hear you, brother. And, and uh, I, I echo those comments, and I'm looking forward to the playoffs starting tonight. I'm going to be rooting for Vegas. i got to be honest with you. I think what a story. Yeah, that it would be. be an unbelievable story, wouldn't it? Oh, oh, the expansion team, the Stanley Cup champion. I mean, it would be just mind actually baffling, mind-boggling, but it would be an incredible story. It would be. Kenny, thanks for the time, my friend. I'll see you soon. Thanks, for, thanks Frank. Ken Holland, the general manager of the Red Wings, just up for two more years, too.